Today's episode of the Fieldhouse Files is brought to you by Robinhood. With Robinhood, you can invest in stocks, options, and ETFs right from your phone. You can even spend an interest on uninvested cash. And with fractional shares, you can buy stocks in any amount, including companies like Apple, Amazon, and Tesla, for as little as $1. And that's with no commission fees or account minimums. So whether you're new to investing or ready to learn, or just looking for a better experience, stop waiting and join 10 million Robinhood users. Listeners can get started today with a free stock by going to fieldhouse.com. Robinhood.com. That's fieldhouse.robinhood.com. All investments involve risk. This is not investment advice, a recommendation, or a solicitation of any security. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co slash fees. The free stock program is subject to certain limitations. Annual percentage yield on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. And welcome into another episode of the Fieldhouse Files. I'm Scott Agnes, and can you believe the day is finally here? January 29th, 2020. And for the first time in one year and one day, Victor Oladipo will play for the Pacers. Yeah, it's been quite a while since he ruptured that quad tenon, and it was just such a wild night that night at Bankers Life Fieldhouse when he went down late in the game against the Toronto Raptors and knew right away that it was a significant injury. He took a couple days and flew down to Miami, and that's where he spent the next several months and through the summer rehabbing and getting better. And come December, he started playing with the guys. He'd play four-on-four, five-on-five, and take part in practice. But then for this past week, the team was gone. We were on the road for nine days where they played five games in five different Western Conference cities and came out all right on that going 3-2, and two, and the last game was obviously difficult because the passing of Kobe Bryant that we learned just hours before tip-off, a time when they had just broken their team meeting in Portland. And it was a difficult time for everyone. Locker rooms were closed before the game. Ordinarily, players are available for up to 30 minutes before every game. And it was just a wild, challenging scene for everyone. It was Actually difficult to ask the question, ask if guys wanted to share a memory or what they were feeling, how they were feeling. And I had to imagine that it was even more difficult sharing perhaps a favorite Kobe memory. I can tell you so many different guys were affected by this. Guys like Alizé Johnson, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb was talking about how when he saw the passing of Kobe and one of his daughters, he immediately thought of his newborn daughter. There was so many guys upset about it. Nate McMillan was very different than I had seen him before. It directly impacted him and his state of mind, and he didn't talk with the team about it until right before tip-off. It was just him in the middle of the room at the locker room there in Portland at the Moda Center, and they discussed it, and he talked about his memories and times he had with Kobe Bryant in 2008 and 12 at the Olympics when they won gold in both Beijing and London, and he hoped to inspire them, but in reality... They played like they were mentally drained out there. So in turn, didn't get that 4-1 and one record on this road trip, but they did get great news upon their return that Victor Oladipo was indeed good to go. While they were away, Victor stayed back in Indianapolis and trained on his own, worked with his physical therapist, 
and spend three days with the Maddens right here in Indianapolis. Tom Hankins, the team's player development coach, stayed behind, as did the team's third physical therapist to better assist Victor on his rehab and be there for the Mad Ants as well. But the biggest question I have before Victor's return is, A, how will he look? And B, how will everybody work well together? Because there are going to be growing pains. TJ Warren's currently the team's leading scorer. I actually thought that could be the case, and it came to fruition as he was incredibly efficient on this last road trip. Demonis Sabonis recorded two triple-doubles, the first two triple-doubles of his NBA career, and hopefully we'll also see Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner in uniform because Brogdon has missed the last several games due to a concussion that he suffered on the road in Phoenix, and Miles Turner has been ill the last several days. He he got sick over the weekend in Portland, did not go to the arena, came to practice on Tuesday, but was then sent home. But would love to see this team, for the first time, be entirely healthy Wednesday night for Victor's debut at home against the Chicago Bulls. It's obviously a big night for fans. It's a big night for the team. But most importantly, it's a big night for Victor. He's vigorously rehabbed over this last year and has been itching and eager and ready, getting ready for this night. And it'll be a special one for him. He has all kinds of family and friends coming in town for the big night. And I think just wants to get out there and finally play the sport he loves again because I can't imagine having to be away from it, away from the game where he's had so much success, away from the game that has taken him so many different places and opened so many new doors for him and new relationships. And it'll be fun for him. He certainly will be on a minutes restriction, and I expect for him to come off the bench just like Paul George did back in 2015. And this is a really good stretch for him as well. The team's at home for seven of the eight games, the only road game being in Toronto. There's just one back-to-back, a home-and-home against Toronto and New Orleans. And then it's all-star break, and it'll allow him to maybe reset and really evaluate where he is at at this point, where everyone else is probably managing their injuries. Victor's just coming back from one. Pacers practice was interesting Tuesday afternoon. It was obviously the team's final tune-up and Victor's final practice with the team before returning to action on Wednesday night, and it was covered by more media than was at Media Day all the way back in September. There were 26 of us in all, and afterwards I talked with our columnist Bob Kravitz about what we learned, what we're excited about, and what we expect from Victor. Can you believe this is the last game of the season? It's been a fun-filled, record-setting, and action-packed all the way through. Now there's only one fitting way to end the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. DraftKings Sportsbook is a safe, secure, and reliable betting app. Place your bets for America's biggest game of the year with the American-made DraftKings Sportsbook app. Head to the app right now and check out all they have to offer, including countless prop bets and football squares, maybe who wins the coin toss, or what color is the Gatorade poured on the winning coach. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code FAST. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget, that's code FAST and get your sign-up bonus of $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Indiana only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. 
Deposit bonus requires 25 times play through. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, we're at the St. Vincent Center for Pacers practice and joined here with our columnist Bob Kravitz. And Kravitz, the biggest takeaway for me in this is McMillan and the players are paying attention. They notice the increased media <laughs> attention and everything because during our, what, 18-minute conversation with Nate, about five times he dropped the fact that where have you guys been? You're I haven't right. seen you guys. Can you introduce yourself? Those sorts of things. They are absolutely paying attention. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, they they feel like they don't get attention from the national media, and clearly they don't. They feel like they don't get it from the local media either. But look, this is a big, big day tomorrow, and it's um, you know I think everybody's be paying attention. Certainly, the media is all over it. I think the fans will be all over it. And look, I, I just think that you can't have crazy expectations for Victor Oladipo. I think it's going to take him not only time to feel physically good, but to be reintegrated into the team. Mm-hmm. And this is a team with, what, eight, nine, nine. new players. Nine, um, yeah. You know, he's never played with Malcolm Brogdon. He's never played with, with Lamb. I mean, and the notable thing is still hasn't. Sure. So expect for him to come off the bench and be on a minutes restriction because he still hasn't shared the backcourt or played with those guys outside of Miles and Domas. I fully expect it's going to take him good two weeks maybe even more before uh he really gets fully um involved back in in the offense the way we're used to seeing him it might take a month i mean who knows but the great thing is that this team is 30 and 17 uh without victor and all those games they've lost to injury and they're sitting there i mean they're sitting pretty in the eastern conference and you have to assume they're going to go on a little bit of a even a better run a bigger run these last few months, I think this team is going to get home court advantage in the postseason. The biggest concern clearly for McMillan is how does the other guys react, and specifically he's talking about Jeremy Lamb and Aaron Holiday, two guys who have played big roles, who can, have earned big roles, but now will have to take a backseat a little bit and maybe not play some games or not play 30 minutes per game. Exactly, and I'll take you back. You were probably a small child at this point, but... Uh, you know, back in the brawl year, mm-hmm. um, a lot of guys, Fred Jones, uh, a lot of other guys played a lot of minutes. And they played reasonably well. Well, the reason that the team the next year fell apart was because all the main guys came back. And all of a sudden, those guys who played all those minutes, they were sitting on the bench. And it caused a major problem in the locker room. And that team had the worst chemistry of just about any team I've ever seen. So those are your concerns, but I think the people they've brought in here uh, are grown-ups, and they get it, and they see that this team is, 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 you know, has a chance to do some really special things. I don't think getting deep into the playoffs is, is uh, beyond the realm of possibility. I could see them get into the second round, even the Eastern Conference Finals. I think, I, I you know, except for Milwaukee, I don't see anybody mm-hmm who's significantly better than the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, it seems bold to say that, but consider where they're at at this point without Victor. And on top of that, the furious number of injuries they've had. We've had Malcolm Brogdon miss a third of the year. Right. And just imagine where they'd be if he was healthy for five, seven of those games. Sure. And how many... many, Injury games have they lost? It's, like it's 100. over 130 it's over now 130 at now. my last check. And for reference, I think last year, for an 82-game season, it was something like 95. Yeah, so incredible. they're well past that, and we're not even to the All-Star break. I think one thing that's been re-established is that Nate McMillan can really coach basketball. I mean, the, 
the culture, I, I get tired of saying culture, but the culture here. They love it. That, yeah, that's what they're about they're here, they're the about. culture of development. But these guys all came in, and uh, all new players for the most part, nine new players, and they've made the, the adjustment. And Nate's got them playing great basketball. They've been good all year. They're, you know, I mean, since that 0-3 started, there hadn't been too many teams who've been better than the Pacers. You were there for Victor talking the entire time. Do you learn anything new, or what was your big takeaway from hearing him talk to 20-some media members? Well, I was kind of in the back of the scrum, so it was a little hard to hear at times. <laughs> but, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, it's typical Victor, uh, you know, kind of looking deep in his soul and trying to talk about and talking about uh, what losing all this time, how, I mean, we hear it from, we heard it from Andrew Luck, we hear it from all athletes, but when you miss an extended period of time, you know, it makes you love and miss the game even more. And I think that's where Victor is at. And I think, you know, give it a couple of weeks, a month, maybe a month and a half, he's going to be ready to go. You cover this entire state. Is it is it odd to you to see the big picture, how many times we've had to talk about a, a main guy rehabbing and coming back from a significant know. injury and just taking these two professional franchises? You have Peyton and Andrew Luck and Paul George and now Victor. Any comparisons or anything that you've been following closely from all of those? That well, one thing I would say is that the front office for the Pacers handled the the, the comeback or the you know the speculation about when he's going to be back a lot better than the, than the Colts did. I mean, the Colts, you know, Jim Mersey specifically, you know, would get in, information from his training staff and then share that with with media. And turned out that a lot of it just never came to pass. It wasn't that he was lying. He just, you know, got bad information. And, you know, you just don't know with an injury. Everybody's on a different timetable. So I would say this, that I think Kevin Pritchard and this uh, organization really handled this very, very well. I would agree. They didn't put a timeline out there. And then finally, I think it was interesting, I'll say, Victor kind of set his own timeline and announced it on his terms. That's Victor. And the Pacers reacted to that. Exactly. That's, <laughs> and that's Victor. Victor, uh, Victor gets the game. Not just basketball. He gets kind of the media thing, and he knows, he knows how to handle these things. And, uh, so, yeah, yeah, Victor. Uh, and that, that's, that's 21st century athletes now. That's what I was going to say. They, they control. Yeah. They control the narrative to a certain degree. I mean, we still have a uh, a place, you know, um, you know, telling stories. But, uh, you know, yeah, he he took control of it like he always does. Thank you, Bob. All right, buddy. Well, we talk about physical fitness a lot, but there's another side to the game that's just as important. I'm talking about mental fitness. And Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, they've teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, and Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. And I remember seeing LeBron on his Instagram less than a week or two ago where he was having the Calm app help him take a better afternoon nap, a better pregame nap. And if you know anything about these NBA players, they are all about their routine, and the nap is very much a part of that. For a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm with a 40% off discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash fieldhouse. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash fieldhouse. That's calm.com slash fieldhouse. Both Kravi and I wrote stories on The Athletic leading into Victor's big night, and of course, we'll be there on Wednesday. On our next podcast, we'll look back at how Victor did, how the team assimilated to him being back in the lineup, because I think that is a huge question mark 
for this team. To wrap things up, I'll leave you with this. Highlights from Victor Oladipo and Coach Nate McMillan at Tuesday's practice. Vic, have you studied previous guys coming back from significant injuries and what, what it meant to them? Uh, no disrespect, but they, they don't have nothing to do with me. What do you, they not, I'm not saying that uh, I'm not no disrespect, but it's just different. Like, this injury is different. I'm a different human being. They're different. And when you learn in rehab, when you ask a lot of questions, because, you know, I'm asking a bunch of questions all the time, and that's probably annoying, but <laughs> a lot of things going to rehab and, and injury and people coming back differently. Everyone's different, just like every human being isn't the same. So uh, there's different genetics that go into it. There's different everything, traits, their body frame, everything is different. So it's hard to look at someone else and be like, okay, I want to come back like that. When, in reality, I'll be naive. All I know is I'm going to come back and be the best victor of the depot possible. It was a long time ago, but how do you did you draw anything from your previous surgery, freshman year of high school, and the rehab? <laughs> I didn't things have, that go into that uh, I didn't have surgery my freshman year. I was just out. I had a cast on uh, my freshman year in high school, and I only had to sit out a summer. I didn't have to sit out 12 months. But um, it was similar because you know when I was a, when I was a freshman. I was trying to make varsity as a sophomore, and I made it, but I never played. But I'm, I remember that summer, all I was trying to do was just stay relevant. Meaning, like, I was trying to do whatever I could for them not to forget that I was there. Because I didn't want, you know, the coaching staff and, and Coach Jones to not notice, like, yo, I'm still here. Like, I could, you know, I'm still around. I could, I could still hoop. You know, I just got to get healthy first. But, and it's kind of similar because that mentality is, is even with me now, like, I'm doing whatever I can to to make sure that I come back and help this team as best as I can. I'm working every day. Um, I'm in here every day, and um, I'm just going to continue to keep working. Even playing tomorrow is a part of rehab. Like, it's just so crazy. Like You just learn all this stuff. But even tomorrow is a part of rehab, and I'm still going to have to rehab for who knows how, probably the rest of my career. And that's just how it's going to be in order for me to, to perform at the highest level I can. So... I mean, it is what it is. You know, I embrace that. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't expect to, to do anything out there Mirac- miraculous tomorrow. I just expect to play basketball at the best of my ability. And I know I'll get better as time goes on. And I know I got to be patient with my body and patient with the game and everything like that. I already know that that comes, but I'm a competitor. So yeah, yeah. I know it ain't going to be easy, but a long, ter- person a long time ago told me if the road you're on is easy, then you're on the wrong road. He's a big personality, but he has to fit into with, with the group. And uh, you know, he doesn't uh, he doesn't uh, he hasn't played with Malcolm. Uh, he hasn't played with Lamb, uh, T.J. McConnell. You know, so this all of this is an adjustment period for all for all of us. And uh, it's, it's it's almost like you know starting from the beginning of training camp. You know, the chemistry. You know, all the things that they've been working on the last few months. Uh, you know, building, uh, you know, it starts over for us tomorrow, uh, you know, bringing Victor back. And, um, you know, so it's, a, it's, an, it's going to be an adjustment period for us uh, that we have to uh, be patient. You know, um, it's going to be some changes uh, that are made that uh, roles are going to change. And all of that, uh, that's going to take some time. You know, we've had some players that uh, have uh, stepped up, uh, you know, all season long. 
And uh, with all the injuries that we've had, you know, not just missing Vic, but missing a number of our players all season long, we've had guys to step in and play, play well and uh, help us get to the position that we're in. And, uh, you know, some of that's going to change, uh, you know, as far as minutes played, attempts, uh, rotation. And, uh, you know, it's just something that we're going to have to embrace. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fieldhouse Files, and I'll talk to you again later this week.